who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode 91 oh my god of the positively pro wrestling <laughs> podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me is eric sanchez that was weird and different it was 91 episodes you just had 91. to change it up you tried to yep. change it up this week, we're going to be talking, as the number appropriates, the 91 Rumble for our 91st show. Mm-hmm. We'll get into all that in a second. If you want to follow us on Twitter, guys, please do. We're at PPW Podcast, Positively Processing Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your favorite pet podcast from, we'll feed into that app. And we, we were off last week after we did the Rumble 90, which got a lot of good feedback. And this Rumble 91 show, when I previewed it, got even more good feedback. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> if you you wanna, foresee all that, right? Maybe. If you want to support the show, head to whatamaneuver.net. You can pick up a t-shirt there, and that helps make our server costs free. And if you want to support some of our podcast buddies, you could support our friends over at the Breaker and Bane Power Hour. You could for, support our friends over at the fully posable podcast i almost said pbw podcast uh scott and jeff at the fully posable wrestling figure podcast erica barry at the doing the favor podcast uh our friend joan quinn over at the our vantage point podcast there's just a bunch of great podcasts to listen to if i forgot about you this week i'm sorry yeah but we'll get you next of, week maybe but lots of lots maybe. of stuff <laughs> uh Really quick, funny story in relating to Twitter and podcast and I guess everything. So I'm not going to name names, but this was someone that was on our show before, and they hey, may or may not have a Hasbro book coming out. They did like a Kickstarter campaign for it. Yeah. And the guy, I don't know who it is, sends me a DM on Twitter, and he's like, hey, our book's finally releasing after like two years. Would you mind doing a ad spot for us? And I said, well, are you going to send me the book? I said, are you going to send me one? i assuming he knew. So he didn't send me the book. He sent me two commercials to play. And I'm like, all right. I go, no, no, no. I mean, I need I need to see the book. Right. He goes, well, they're expensive. <clears throat> I go, well, I'm not going to read an ad for something I don't know what it is. Yeah. And then he's like, totally understand. I'm like, this is just like <laughs> weird, you know? Like, I'm, I'm all for supporting everybody and all that, but you're trying to make a profit with something. If you want to run an ad on the show, which I think we've run like two ads in the history of our show. One for our friend... Mike at uh, SDRS, Mike Siders Creative, and Jason Wolf, the artist Jason Wolf, did a couple mm-hmm. of them. So other than that, it's been pretty, and even those weren't necessarily like paid transactions. They were just send me whatever you want me to promote and I'll promote it. Yeah. And so it's just weird. Don't do that. Also, don't. I, mean, I would like to see the book too. A lot of people would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, there are a lot of people who are owed some uh, books or money back. It's, it's a pretty oh, shady okay. deal, but hopefully they get their book out. Again, I'm not going to drop the name, but if you're on Twitter, you'll be able to figure it out. Right. Okay. Yeah. How you been the past couple of weeks? What's been new? I've been good. Been besides watching licking, a lot of wrestling. Besides licking your lips into the microphone. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. Don't do that. Um. Just just so much wrestling, and it's just like now I need to find time to get a life because there's just so much. Wrestling. Like what have you been watching? Um. AEW, WWE, NXT. Mm-hmm. 
Um, watch a little bit of old school stuff on the YouTube, um, some independent stuff, AAW. I don't know, just my life is consumed with wrestling now. Yeah. Like I watch the, like the Stone Cold Pot, like not even just wrestling, like Stone Cold and Kane. Yeah, uh, the, the podcast. interview. Uh, just backstage there's just so much stuff that I'm watching and I just feel like all I'm watching is wrestling there's nothing wrong with that but <laughs> are you excited for the upcoming Royal Rumble the 2020 oh, yeah, version sure. yeah, yeah who do you think is going to win I'm going to put a little money on uh, Drew McIntyre I like him I don't I hope he doesn't win <laughs> <laughs> I think you. Roman Reigns is going to win and whatever I that's don't. fine no I don't like him <laughs> will there be any surprise entries do you think I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I think they should have held Morrison off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. To the, to the uh, Royal Rumble. To maybe the Rumble. a Sheamus return at Rumble. Yeah. Surprises are always fun. Yeah. I mean, why why kill a return so close to the Rumble? To promote hype for the Rumble and to sell tickets. And I guess. They're doing it in the stadium this year in That's Houston. That's true. All so. right. We'll see. It's the WrestleMania season's kicking off. I'll be heading down to Tampa this year. Say what's up to everybody down there. More details as that comes closer to actually happening, I suppose. we got like a few months away, so we're still yeah. good. Oh, and I watched the the Toys That Made Us, the wrestling edition. Yeah, you finally saw it. was fun it. to watch. I was waiting for, was it Scott and Jeff? Yep. I was waiting to see him, waiting to see him, and I keep seeing that Jewish lightning guy Yeah. And everybody else talking about Remco's, and I'm like, where are these guys at? Yeah. <laughs> so they come out, like, in the middle. Uh-huh, they do. So I'm like, hey, I know them. Yeah, I right. know one of them. Well, you met, you met Jeff at <laughs> yeah, uh, StarCast, right. right? So I was watching with my girlfriend, and I'm like, hey, she's sleeping. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I don't want to wake her up, just to show her people she has no idea. Uh, speaking of wrestling figures, before we get into today's show, and this will tie into it, because mm-hmm. the new Macho Man Rumble 91 figure, it's amazing. Yeah, I figure you haven't seen it yet, have you? No. I'm going to grab it. I mean, it. I see pictures of it. I didn't see them. I'm going to go grab him. So you can. All right. I, I told you, I asked you, do you want it? And the story, you're like, nah. Kind of nah. Why'd you pass? Because I already have a Macho King. Oh. And for display purposes, I mean, it's. Then I would have to get the Warrior, Rumble Warrior, and then I have to get Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, that's amazing. Are you sick? No. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to let me hold it. Yeah, isn't he great? So <clears throat> I do like the, the, the finger. Yeah. Oh, man. Now you're going to have to go get him. No, I'm going to pass. But it's it's uh, very nice. specific, and we'll talk about this. See, rumble. what I like about this Macho King is it has, it's got the top. Yeah. The other one, well, the one that I got, the Hall of Famer one, yeah, I doesn't have, one have the top. And I was looking at just like uh, clothes makers to see if they make a jacket or a top for a Macho Man, even if it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. You, well, you can leave him there. Macho King will watch over us. You got the... Uh, the warrior? Oh, the warrior was a basic, right? No, so it's weird because they never really got it right for this warrior ninety-one Rumble version because they released the flashback series, the Walmart exclusive yeah. USA Warrior, but he came with the blue belt, which we know he had the lavender belt, right? And the basic one gear looked more like it, but the face paint I don't think was as good. So they never got it quite right. They're, they could always go back to it and, and get that Rumble. Okay, Warrior, right? Yeah, I mean, I think if I got that, then I have to get the Warrior and then Slaughter. And so the here, Sherry is not the same Sherry. <laughs> so I'm thinking of creating on my Detolf shelf a WrestleMania Seven shelf. Mm-hmm. I've already got Macho Man or Macho King and Warrior from there. I've got a Hogan, but I need to get a Hogan Stars and Stripes bandana somehow yeah. that he wore. Right, and there's a Slaughter. A basic slaughter, which is the gear he wore there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put those four in there, and then maybe like I have a couple pins, and maybe the WrestleMania program behind it. I don't know. Something the I'm kicking around doing. We'll see. Yeah. WrestleMania Seven shelf. You had a Martell. 
Yeah, but I don't want. That's not all going to be included. <gasps> like it's just the, the two main events. The blindfold. Well, they blindfold, make that stands out. But they make that in a Jack's classic set with a two pack that come with the blindfolds. All right, Martell and Jake the Snake. But yeah, uh, just put the uh, blindfolds on. Can I just say that <laughs> you, you won't see the the face detail? So the Jack's classic superstars, I have avoided like the plague because there's just so many. Mm-hmm. And like I don't think the figures are as good, but I think as a package, as a whole, they display better. Okay. Like in the in the in the on the card. Yeah, so, I have I have a Ric Flair Superstars Classic, and it looks way better in the box. Like yeah. The box is, I don't know. It just pops. It's a display of its own. And I've had a couple, and I've sold them. Like I'm not going to start a. Cl- I can't. I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. So, wrestling people love to collect. Good stuff. Good for you. We love to collect stuff. I maybe do. We'll, maybe we'll. We've done a show on collections before. Maybe we'll do one about where it started and how it kind of spiraled out of control for both of us. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that maybe in a couple of weeks. Okay. So Rumble 91, you ready to get into it? I'm ready. Okay. 1991, this took place in Miami, Florida, the Miami Arena, January 19th, 1991. The taglines were friend versus friend, foe versus foe, every man for himself. Mm, love it. What bef- All right, so first, full disclosure, I watched the Coliseum video version of this uh, because, so in my laundry room, I'm, I do laundry in the house, and yeah. uh, funny story about this, one time Lauren, my wife, did laundry, she shrunk one, shrunk one of my wrestling shirts, I'm like, that's it, you're not doing laundry anymore. <laughs> this was like eight years ago. So, so you've been doing laundry ever since. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I bo- sure she appreciates that. She does. I bought a TV VCR combo, which I showed mm-hmm. you in there, and that's where I play my Coliseum videotapes. While I'm folding laundry, doing laundry, I play wrestling tapes. It's I don't know why you don't bring the laundry in here and watch on the bigger TV. So here's here's how I do laundry. Yes, yeah, it's, it's weird. Why are you standing up? Well, because the reason here's how I do it when I fold it. Mm-hmm. I take everything out of the dryer, fold it in stacks by like category, oh, then wow. put it in the hamper, and then when I bring it upstairs, everything's easy to, to go in. Right. I like my wife, who just oh my god, she takes stuff and like it's like a ball of clothes you throw in the drawer. It drives me nuts. Like all even my closet upstairs. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like that. Like just take all of the clothes out of the no. dryer in a basket and then sort and stack and all that kind of stuff. You know, on your couch over here watching the big TV. Yeah, but it's, it's I don't know. I like being in the laundry room. Okay. <laughs> watching a little seven inch TV. You know, you get used to it. You get to watch VHS. <laughs> tapes anyway okay because i started watching the 91 yeah. coliseum version i'm like well i have to keep watching it so i have a blu-ray of all the coliseum video releases uh-huh. ever and i started watching it through there so there's definitely a few changes probably i noticed and maybe some exclusive you didn't notice mm-hmm. particularly there's some cuts in between matches i'm like oh that just cut straight there must have been an edit there so we'll yeah. get, maybe we'll get into that a little bit as we go well, right. I was reading something on this just to kind of cover all my bases, and one of the uh, things I was reading was there was not the Coco Beware match wasn't on the the the, the video they were watching. Okay, they which is weird. I'm I like, didn't see a Coco Beware match. You didn't? No, so it was oh, okay. not. It got cut, huh? Yeah, Coco Beware in the Mountie. No, it was not on my Coliseum video version. So oh, there wow. you go. All right, so it's true. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> I wonder where they cut well, it. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't feel like I missed much with Coco Beware and the Mountie. It's a pretty good match. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's on the network. I miss Coco and the Mountie. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, I guess this show is kind of right in our wheelhouse. Oh, this, I I think this is the one that changed my life, <laughs> like wrestling life. Okay. Because like, I, I was into wrestling a little bit before and I'm like, okay, this is cool or whatever, but it wasn't like must see so you're nine, nine, ten years old here. Um, Around 91, there? I'm 12. 12? When were you born? 11 or 12, 78. Okay. Yeah, about 12. Going to okay. be at 13. Okay. 
So you're like. So I must have been seventh grade. Okay. Something like that. And I don't know. I just, I just watched this, and it was just like everybody I already knew. And then I kind of did you were you watching weekly at the time? You remember the storylines going into this? I remember the storylines a little bit here and there. I didn't watch week to week, but I, WWE is great at putting these packages together to kind of get you into you know mm-hmm. what's happening up until now. Yeah. And then this is how it's going to happen. Did tonight. you watch this live? Yeah. You go. This was a pay per view. Yeah. Did you watch it at home or was it like at a buddy's house? No, it was at home. Just you. Yeah. And me, your my mom, my sister. <laughs> what a moment and that must have been. I was so excited, and then was this like, "Mom, can I order it as like a Christmas present?" Or she's just like, "Yeah, you can have it." Like, what do you I remember? I don't think it was a Christmas present. I it, think was, it was. It was coming up, and I said, "Hey, can I get this?" Because she knew I, I, I was starting to watch more wrestling. Yeah. And I wasn't out. In the, I was on the streets doing stuff and you know, <laughs> the mean streets of Tinley Park or Orland well, you Park. You never know. I mean, there was some Orland Hills is pretty shady. At, yeah, in, sure. At that time. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she ordered it for me. And I remember it was Jones Cable mm-hmm. when I had to order and then they had you, a little Jones. You, you called them? Yeah, you had to call and then there was a little operator that would answer, like an actual person that would answer mm-hmm. and they'd you know, put the order in for you. Man. It was old school. Yeah. So you watched, did you, did you record it? Of course, I you recorded it. You got to record it, it right? Yeah. You watched it over and over again. Yeah, and I remember, I don't even know where the tape is, but I know I would get magazines that had like the poster, like the, mm-hmm. the image of it, and I would kind of cut it out and tape the <laughs> uh, around the box, and then on the outside, I'd um, bootlegging it. Kind of, and it, there was like it says Royal Rumble logo, like yeah. I cut that out and I put that on the, I guess the, the side of the yeah. tape. It was pretty fun. I That's liked awesome. It. I wish you still had that. I'd so do I. buy it off you and display it in my video <laughs> store out here. <laughs> All right. This this show for me was the elusive show growing up. I talked about before, like mm-hmm. going to different video stores and they had certain tapes. I could never find this, but I knew it existed. Yeah. <clears throat> because I watched WrestleMania 7 so much and there were so many recaps from the 91 Rumble. Like for the longest time, I, n- I don't even remember the first time I saw this pay-per-view, to be honest, because... Mm-hmm. I could never find it, and I think I think when the Rumble like DVD set came out, to be honest, it was la- it was the first time I saw this pay per view, and I never was able to find it. But I knew it. I I felt like I liked the show before I saw it because yeah. of all the pieces I saw together. This was probably right. This pay per view was probably right before I started watching like intensely week to week. Yeah, you know, I was I kind of knew when wrestling was on. I couldn't really figure it out. And sometime over Christmas break when I was seven years, six or seven years old is when I, I must've been six. Yeah. Is when I figured it out. Then when rescues on every week. Mm-hmm. So they kept talking about this rum, Royal rumble and I didn't know what that meant, but I kind of knew cause I would rent Royal rumble wrestling tapes. So I was again, just figuring my way through this world sure. of wrestling. Right. And then this pay-per-view happened and I, I must've forgot about it or forgot when wrestling was on for a while. And then all of a sudden, I was watching Superstars one day, and I see Sergeant Slaughter burning the Hulk Rules t-shirt. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, now I'm in, and then I'm figuring everything out. So this is like right in my – this is the beginning of me, again, changing my, <laughs> my life here. No, it really did. When I rewatched this – I mean, when I was younger, I had to watch this 10, 15 times, the tape. Yeah. Just because I just loved it so much. And every character in there is like – those are like – my starting When point. was the last time you saw this show? It was a long time ago. Okay. I, I pr- I've probably seen it recently because I went yeah. through like purges of rumbles and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, right now, I, I just feel like there's two different wrestling like uh, loves for me. Like okay. this is the, the original one. 
And then the other one was when I kind of went away from it and I came back like 2012, 13 started. And that's mm-hmm. like my new passion. Yeah. So I, I think I go back and watch some of the 12 and 13 stuff because that's obviously older to me now. So Well, yeah. And then going back to this, it's like, oh, man, it's like going back to see your old childhood house. And you're like, man, I remember that. Or But, like, I'm just picturing, like, mini version of you, cross-legged, <laughs> maybe got some, you know. Some Cheetos. Or some no. jewel brand Cheetos. <laughs> no, they were real Cheetos. Real Cheetos. Yeah. Like, Come on, Mom. Come on, Mom. And some little little juice hugs. <laughs> juice hugs. The one with the aluminum foil tops. Yep, just like Or did you pop the straw in the aluminum foil No, no, top? aluminum foil. I but, but, right, but you could po- poke the straw. Like a Capri Sun? Yeah, through the top of the aluminum foil. <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh, I did that. We were... Like when we figured out we could do that, yeah. If you, people don't know, hugs were little, are little plastic little cups barrels of ju- of juice, which is not when I say juice. <laughs> okay, so what just happened was we were, we were talking about these juice barrels, and it cut out. It's super cold here in Chicago, and mm-hmm. when that happens, the air gets really dry, so there's static electricity. So you know, you'll touch something, whatever. <laughs> so my dog is down here, and we're sitting at a table with like a metal. base and all of a sudden Forrest my dog must have got up and all of a sudden we heard like but right next to us is a my little my daughter's little kitchen play set it was like close encounters and there was like a like a fake stove and it makes no like it like makes the tingling like or the the crackling noise of boiling water Uh and all of a sudden that turned on i was like oh my god you gotta get out of here. Right. Like, There's like, aliens outside. And, 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 like, I thought the mics got fried, but so that's why the, it's gonna sound a little goofy there for the cut. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about hugs, jugs, barrels. Juice, barrels, yeah. Not so, and, juice, but not juice. Right. And anyway, that's, I'm not gonna edit it because we, we do it live, pal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, those, those little hug barrel jug things, you, they had aluminum foil on the top and you could peel it off. So you have the wide mouth. Oh we, yeah. What we used to do, we, we would take like, I would smash like six of those. Oh, easy. You could take a straw and pop one in there. You're like a pro. You're like you're sipping yeah. a cocktail. <laughs> okay. That's what you imagine. Put a little umbrella in there. Maybe. Look at you. But anyway, you're, you're sitting down cross-legged Cheetos and the, the, yeah, just slamming these things. I had to then. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. What a night. What a and night. I think what made this like cool for me was Roddy Pike. Well, the whole like um, Iraq stuff and yeah, coming into the this. War had, the conflict hadn't necessarily the full blown war hadn't happened yet, mm-hmm. but there was a conflict going on over there. Um, and the, we're not going to get into the whole history of the yeah, Gulf, yeah. of Desert Storm and the Gulf War, right? But it, there's yellow ribbons everywhere. I remember the yellow ribbons a lot as a kid yeah. because in school, there for was, anybody that's younger, this has nothing to do with the the George. Um, the younger Bush going right. to Iraq and George the weapons H- of mass destruction. Right. This is you know, George H.W. 12 and, years earlier. Yeah, and we had a lot of kids in school whose parents were in the military for some reason I remember. Yeah. So there was like kids, I remember one kid, like his dad came home after a tour and like he gave him like a gas mask and the kid brought the gas mask into school. We're like, oh my God, this is so cool because yeah. there was a mustard gas thing going on and chemical sure. warfare. And anyway, that's what the background of this show was, which we'll get mm-hmm. into as we, as we start talking about the show. But yeah, I remember, I don't remember being, I guess, offended as a kid or being like, this is weird to me. It was just wrestling. Yeah. And it just felt more pro USA. And, and when you're younger, I mean, there's a lot of people that are still pro USA and, and pro their countries. Sure. But I felt when I was younger, there was more, I was naive. Sure. About, you know, the government and this, this, and that. I just felt like everything was, like, super positive about uh-huh. it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is a USA show. Yeah. I don't know, I liked it. And Roddy Piper, I mean, 
All right, let's get started. So the yeah. show kicks off. Gorilla and Roddy, after the classic, it's time, the Royal Rumble, and they mm-hmm. list all the superstars and what the matches are going to be there. Your mm-hmm. typical Vince McMahon intro. And we the pan of the crowd, and there's a, lot, there's a decent number, number of flags and USA signs. Yeah. <clears throat> but you got Piper and Gorilla Monsoon. Roddy Piper, Gorilla Monsoon, your commentators for tonight's show. Piper's got yellow bandanas all around his arm. and Yeah. Piper's pumped, he says. He's so proud because this is going to the troops and the Armed Forces Network to watch us sit back and enjoy the show, boys, and all that stuff. Yeah. So. I remember he was, well, he said he's got this ribbon. He's like, I'm not taking this ribbon off till you boys come home. And I'm thinking it's 2020 and there's still probably people <laughs> over there. <laughs> Maybe they put him in the, well. Piper was buried with the ribbon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, but didn't want to be disrespectful to yeah, the Toons You know, family. I was thinking it, when I was watching this, because this is all like USA and I'm like, do other countries care? And like, and if you're like in England or something, you'd be watching the show. You're like, well, I don't, I don't care. Although, well, I think NATO was that around back then. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. But, again, this is not a history of war podcast. Yeah, yet. but I'm just thinking like, oh, they're our friends in war, or they helped us, and maybe mm-hmm. they're supportive of us. Anyway, so, the, so go ahead. As, as I was rewatching this, I felt like the same like excitement as I did when I was younger. And I awesome. think a lot of the excitement comes from the the commentators. Like they, I wrote down Piper had a way of making me feel like everything I was watching was incredibly special. Like he's like, "Oh, the athletes in this, you're not going to find any bigger. These are the best of the yeah. best." And oh my god, I can't believe that! Like, and he wasn't like the off the wall crazy Roddy Piper. Like he was a little toned down, but his excitement level was a little different. Yeah. For a commentator, I'm like, you know, this. I like Piper now because before he was too damn wacky and all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then he <laughs> easy boobs. <laughs> easy Bobby boobs. Heenan, yeah. Calling Bobby Heenan boobs. Uh huh. But I also wrote that he really made this fun for me to watch, and his passion and excitement was infectious. And I felt like I was watching it with a cool uncle. <laughs> Your cool uncle Roddy. Sure. Un- uncle Rod. Yeah. I mentioned uh, when I tweeted this out, we got some responses of people who. We're pumped about that. We were looking back at the show. Yeah. Brian Breaker <clears throat> on the Breaker and Bain Power Hour said he had his video store had this. He rented it six or seven times, maybe okay. more. Uh, Jamie Wallace talks about he loves the lavender strap, which we'll get into. Um, there's Hasbro Heaven comments. And what is it here? Oh, TJ Riddy says, I still think the scepter crack Macho did was one of the most low key brutal hits ever. He looks like he hit the warrior with a lead pipe. Such a good moment. Oh, it really does. Yeah, we'll get into that as well. And someone, and then uh, David Diaz said, Savage steals the show with his cheetah-like speed, <laughs> <laughs> which we'll get into once we get to yeah, that. he's a chameleon. That match. Uh, kickoff here, the Rockers and the Orient Express. This is a pretty famous match for being like the best rumble opener ever. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Oh, man. So there's nonstop action to start. Yeah. And HBK's the star. And Marty Jannetty is uh, is wearing the gear, and I guess Michael's too. And Marty Jannetty's second Hasbro. This is his gear. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So here's a little backstory. Like I've seen, obviously, seen some wrestling stuff up until this point, and I always felt like Marty Jannetty was the standout. Okay. Like, that's just how I felt. Me I'm like, too. I'm like Michael's is, you know, he's he doesn't really to me. Pretty boy, blonde hair, maybe. I didn't even like him. I, I don't know. I just didn't like. I, and then I'm watching this. I'm realizing. I think the reason I didn't like him because he was incredibly at selling. Like he was always getting beat up. Michaels was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I'm thinking, like, from my you know adult mind of of wrestling psychology, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, he's a really good seller. Like he doesn't botch anything. And then Marty comes in with the hot tag, and he gets all the shine. But 
Yeah. I don't know. Marty wasn't in this match that much, and I, I felt like HBK is the star of this match. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, that's one of the notes I have. He's the star. Uh, I love the double drop kicks, the sink. They do the double splash to the outside, which at 91, no one's jumping off the top rope to the outside. No. The only <clears throat> low point in this entire match is the damn nerve hold that they do and the Orient Express does. Yeah. That's like what freaking Yokozuna did to Lex Luger at WrestleMania 10. That's the yeah, only but low it, point. This is the first time you see it that but, looks uh, believable. I guess, but it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, if I pinch your trap right now, I think you'd go down. I think I'd be able to stand and not just sit there and go, ah, <laughs> ah. The Rockers get the win with a sweet double sunset flip finish, which is hard to describe. Go back and watch it. Yeah. If you haven't seen this match, I don't know if you're a fan of wrestling how you haven't. It's very famous <clears> for being just such a great Rumble match. One of the parts that I, that I thought was fun that maybe they should start bringing back some of this goofy stuff. I think I did see something similar to this recently, but... I think HBK pulled it off better. Uh, Kato and Tanaka have like this tie or rope from mm-hmm. uh, Fuji, and they go to clothesline him. But as, uh, as Michaels comes off the ropes, he jumps onto the this little, I think it's a tie, jumps onto it, and they both like the two Orient Express like bump bodies and like knock themselves out. I'm like, that was fun. I think stuff like that could come back if it's done right. Like, yeah. But then people just crap out. Like AEW does it sometimes, and everyone's like, oh, that's so lame. Like, what are you doing? I guess everyone talks like that when they're mad, but yeah, I don't know. That's how I talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's impre- that's an impression of every girl talking about a guy, <laughs> where she goes <laughs> like that's every girl's impression of a oh, guy. Okay, but on here I got overall exciting match, plenty of tandem offense. I thought the reversals are pretty slick too. Like the choreography of this is just they must they must have just I don't know everything was like amazing. Just go watch it. Yeah, for sure. Good match. Uh, next up, we've got Sean Mooney in the back mm-hmm. with the Macho King. Macho, this is the first time I've ever seen the Macho King in the cowboy hat, and he's backstage, and Macho Man just in rare form here. Yeah, I'm the number one contender. Uh, Slaughter promised him a shot, no matter if he wins the title. Yeah, so Macho's That's part of the buildup too. So Macho's got some incentive for Slaughter to win. Yeah, but he wants an insurance plan, so he needs to get Warrior on board for a shot too. Mm-hmm. So he says he's going to have Sherry beat. The warrior. <laughs> and uh, I think this is the first time I've seen Sherry without makeup. I thought she was pretty. Sherry Martell? Pretty yeah. Pretty lady. Yeah. Uh, so they're wa- Mooney and Macho King are watching on the monitor. Sherry walks out to the arena. <laughs> mean jeans out there. Yeah. Uh, the Sherry segment's just great. And then I also love, while this is happening, they've got a, the picture in picture with like the yeah. macho man and Mooney watching like the live yeah. shot. It's like <coughs> technology for 91 was nuts. And then she's calling out. She wants the warrior to come out. Where are you warrior? Yeah. Can I, can I just interrupt you yes. for a second? So I'm watching this and I had this option to do like a video inside my browser. So now I've got picture in picture while I'm doing something else mm-hmm. watching this. And there goes picture in picture in picture. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> you were blown away. <laughs> I was, it was like, you know, that infinity mirror. <laughs> just keep looking <laughs> like a fun house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the warrior comes out to an insane pop. Oh yeah. What do you th- the first one of the first things I noticed besides his sweet leather USA jacket is that lavender belt. What do you what do you think of the lavender belt? For warrior, I thought it was awesome. On I, slaughter, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, warrior coming out with his leather jacket, mm-hmm. red, white, and blue from from head to toe. Um, I liked it. So here's Mike. While I was watching this live, I was like, "Well, why wouldn't the warrior give him a shot? He seems like a legit challenger." Yeah, but he's, lazy, he's a he's a 
later later in the show Piper explains that Boyer's already given him multiple shots moving the house show circuit okay I'd, I'll have to look that up but Piper co- kind of covers that but I'm thinking hey, come on Warrior you're fighting champion like this isn't a baby face move to turn down a heel right like you should be like yes but then again maybe it is because we're just breaking this down too much yeah um, so but, Sherry's out there she's begging him Warrior comes out she starts uh you were talking about how much he likes his lips and his chest and, and his hair. I often, I've often imagined she's Warrior. seducing him. But I, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm watching just Mean Gene's face because yeah. I've seen this a million times. Mm-hmm. And Mean Gene's just like, whoa, whoa what, 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 what's going on here? <laughs> is, I, Gene, is Gene getting aroused as much as, as I was? As we know from Legends House, Gene's a bit of a, Gene's a, bit of a perv. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Le- Le- Legends House, when they go to the massage, he's like, I want the full <laughs> body massage. <laughs> I cannot imagine me not getting aroused, my 12-year-old me, uh-huh. and how she's seducing him. I can't imagine it being awkward for your mom and sister. Hopefully, they weren't paying attention during this segment. I don't remember. I mean, this doesn't stand out to me as like an awkward moment in uh, Sanchez's house, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you. But I'm watching it now. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I I, I think would she's beautiful. Would you I mean, be embarrassed to watch this now with your mom next to you? No. Okay. No. What about your girlfriend? No. Okay, maybe she, maybe I'll get her going a little bit. Like, hey, I got a leather jacket. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that'll be our, uh, what do you thing? call that? Foreplay? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call Role that play. stuff? Role play. Role play, yeah. foreplay. Uh, the crowd is chanting, slap her, slap no, her. No, don't you, slap her. Did you hear that, the network? I didn't. Okay, so maybe oh, maybe they edited it, but on the maybe. Coliseum video, they're saying, slap her, slap her, which, all right, take it easy, guys. Uh then eventually, Warrior's famous. No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, go no, ahead, no, go no, ahead. No, 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 I'm no. skipping. She kisses him on the lips yeah, softly, and he's like an animal. Like he's like, <laughs> like Sniffing. sniffing his fingers from his lips. I'm like, whoa! But the the goofiest grin on his face. I've never seen Warrior smile, mm-hmm. and just he's so damn goofy with his big teeth grin. Yeah, I'm like, man, this guy is really standing out. No. <laughs> but she messed. I thought she messed it because I think she almost had him on the hook because he's. Story like well probably real life he's he's kind of dumb mm-hmm. so I think she he's kind of dumb <coughs> well I think she had him convinced like you, that he was she was into him yeah next time don't cough into the mic thanks <clears don't. throat> stop all right so she I think she messed up big time she said aren't you gonna give Macho King his title match that's all I want from you and he's like whoa 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 that's all you want from me you just told me you wanted my body yeah <laughs> so you think the warrior would have. If she didn't say that. Would Sherry have gone all the way for a title shot for Macho King? A good manager would. Macho King doesn't care. He's not in a relationship with her. This is purely business. You do what you do for your your client. Yeah. Just like uh, Firefest. That guy would have sucked some D for some water. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix documentary. What was it? Firefest. Yeah. AEW's got me all messed up. (laughs) AEW and Firefest. Yeah, it was, you know, I in retrospect, it makes sense now why Sherry was so pissed he lost to the Warrior and her career was over when attacked him. She's like, look, I was ready right. to go, <laughs> go down on the Warrior, on a pay-per-view, live on TV, and you can't right. even beat this, this jabron. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, after she <clears throat> says no, Macho is furious, starts flipping tables yeah. in the back. Did, He's pissed. did Warrior's emphatic, no ever remind you of Hulk Hogan when he's on Piper talking about the Andre the Giant Where he says, and yes. like yes <laughs> no but now that you think about it that makes yeah. sense alright All right, so Macho's flipped out this is a pretty famous segment you it know is. again I've seen it a million times just because they showed it on the recap yeah for Roy- or for WrestleMania <clears throat> 7 the recap of their match together so it's a pretty mm-hmm. famous segment alright next up we've got the big boss man versus the barbarian 
the crowd, the, this is my first crowd shot of several of these guys. There's a bunch of bros with some beers in the front row. Yeah. They're in their mid-20s, probably like, let's go to the matches tonight, bros. <laughs> get some middle lights, get moisted. So they're having a yeah. good Matt old Riddle's, time. Uh, Maybe. Adults. I the, mean, adults. Uncles and... They're having a good old time. Uh, this is the storyline of, Bo- of Boss Man going through the Heaton family after yeah. Bobby made fun of his mama. And, of course, you can do this with only four pay-per-views and, like, a weekly um, yeah. sma- or squash match yeah. show. But I just love the slow burn of storytelling and the Boss Man and Barbarian. And I think Rude was gone, so uh, yeah. Boss yeah, he Man was gone. had eliminated Haku at the Survivor Series. So now he's got Haku down. He's going to go Barbarian. Then he's you know, got Perfect coming up. Yeah, he's going, he's going through the family. The only thing here, there's an odd ending to the match. It's just, like, weird. Yeah. Like, he should have won with the sidewalk slam, but he doesn't. It, like, it's, it's weird. It's kind of, I think there was too much momentum for the Barbarian, and he's probably too heavy. Maybe. But uh, I love how Boss Man's shirt just pops open at the beginning. <laughs> like, there's no controlling that new physique he's trying to show off. His belly's out here. I don't think he even tried to button it. He's like, I lost, like, a butt ton of weight. Check me out. I thought he looked kind of toned for a big guy. Yeah. You big know, not flabby. Uh, Bossman gets the win here in mm-hmm. a, a match that's probably way too long for what it was. It was 14 minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. Probably too long. Could have been probably done in eight. It would have been a lot better. But it was still a fun match. Yeah. One of the things with Roddy Piper doing this, because I've watched this rumble so many times afterwards, where like, there were different things he would say that I would kind of incorporate in my own like phrases. Okay. Like, just, like what? I, well, one of the things I remember always wanting to say, or maybe I said it a couple times, was... He says, they say the bigger they are, the harder they fall, but they don't fall so often. But when they do, there's damage done. So I always thought that was kind of like, I don't know, like a cool phrase. Do you say that? like? No, but if there's an opportunity <laughs> where someone's big and I'm like, well, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And when they fall, they don't fall often. <laughs> but when they do, there's damage done. Okay, I want you to get that into a conversation in the next week. That's your homework okay. assignment. All right. Now, on your version, since I watched this Coliseum, I don't know if this is on the network, where they should show fans predicting the title match. Show that? Um, I don't think so. Okay, so they go to like a people like out at the arena outside. Kids basically predict the match. Pretty much all the kids pick the warrior. One girl says, "Yummy, yummy, ultimate warrior." I'm like, <laughs> "Hmm, or ensure your buddies." Uh, then we go backstage. We got Sean Moody with Sergeant Slaughter and General Adnan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adnan speaking in Iraqi, and then Sergeant Slaughter calls him the ultimate puke. Yeah. Which is a pretty famous, <coughs> the ultimate joke. Yeah. Pretty famous guy. So I'm watching this when I'm 12, and I just remember Sergeant Slaughter from when I was like seven or six. Okay. So to me, I mean, right now, five years ago isn't that long ago, but mm-hmm. to me, that was like ages ago. And then here comes G.I. Joe Slaughter. I'm like, why is this old fart <laughs> coming in here? And how is he convincingly going to wrestle? I only like, remember him. As, I only remembered him as G.I. Joe. I didn't know him as a wrestler. Yeah. And I but think it was I like, like a toy. It was like years ago, and I'm like, why is he wrestling? Yeah. Well, he's so old, and he's bald, and he's fat. And <laughs> like he, he doesn't even look like a top contender. Well, we get he's, he's your champion in a second here. Uh, then we got an Ultimate Warrior promo, typical with Gene. Mm-hmm. A warrior hypes the crowd and tears. Uh, that's when the match starts. I'm sorry. Typical Warrior promo. Then the match starts. But I like how uh, Sarge comes down because he was getting gifts from Saddam Hussein. Yeah. He said he was best friends or not best Bo- friends. But his boots yeah, and all that. Yeah, because he got General Adnan, the colonel, and then mm-hmm. the sergeant. So he comes down with his, uh, you know, whatever tipped boots. I'm like, oh, those are kind of cool. Iron Sheik style <clears throat> boots, yeah. yeah. So this match starts off. The warrior comes out like 
crazy hyped. Oh, Crowd's yeah. going nuts. Uh, he tears apart the Iraqi flag, which I'm like, it's kind of awkward. Like, what, what, well, you? back then I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, back then. Yeah. But like now, you're like, oh, you're like, you're right. ripping apart a country's flag, not like not just the leaders, like there's people <laughs> that live there. It's like, oh, take it easy. <clears throat> you know, a side note here is this is starting. This match has been kind of crapped on. I, I looked at a few people's reviews of the show, and I was like, oh, it's a terrible match, and all about the ending. I thought the warrior ruled in this match. Yeah, from the beginning, he just comes out like a house of fire on all cylinders, like beating everybody up, clotheslining them over the thing, busting the flag. It's chaos. Yeah. It's awesome. I thought it would be like a quick three-minute match. Chaos. And then Sherry comes out. She's in a costume change, by the way. She's mm-hmm. in new gear. and Still looking good. She distracts him. So Sherry runs at Our warrior runs after Sherry, which this is his own fault. He should leave yeah. Sherry alone. Whatever. He's right. got a title match to think about. Maybe he's underestimating because since Sarge, like you said, is so fat and bald, he's like, this guy's not going to beat me. I'm the right. champion. Yeah. Ignore Sherry. Uh, warrior sprints down the aisle oh and then God. Macho Man comes out of the blackness, <gasps> nails him. This was brutal. Takes I mean, him I out. Mean, I mean, for young me to watch this, he just comes out and just... And Crud, destroys him, and then he hits him with the the lighting rig. Yeah, like falls over with it. Like it does. He, I mean, it looks totally real. Everything he does, he doesn't even stop to pose. He just runs right back to the back. He's like, I did my job. Yeah, and then this is where the match really slows down, but the crowd's yeah. into it. And one thing I thought was cool here is the refs doing the count to ten, and Slaughter's like, no, no, like pulling him away, like say, yeah. don't do the count out. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. He didn't like get out of the ring to get back in. He just told the ref, no, no, no stop counting. <laughs> and the ref's like, all right, I'll, wait, wait, where was I? Okay, I'll start <laughs> yeah. over again. But, I mean, it makes sense as to why the match slowed down. Now it's Slaughter's pace. Yeah. And Warrior starts gaining the upper hand, though, as the match goes on. You're like, okay, that was what it was. Warrior's going to win this match. But no, no. Here comes that Jezebel. Sherry? Yeah. (laughs) Such Macho King. (laughs) And and, uh, Macho King. And as mentioned earlier, he cracks him with the scepter, like swings it like he's trying to hit a home run. Yeah out of the ballpark and just nails him. And I remember when I would, when I would watch this uh, DVD and like, and when I would watch the WrestleMania tape, I would like pause and do slow-mo to see where the scepter flew off from. Like he cracked him with it like nailed him. And he's like, Oh, and then, you know, Piper's like, no, Oh no, Oh no. Slaughter for extra measure does the worst elbow drop you're ever going to see. One, and, two, uh, three. Monsoon says, right between the eyes. I'm like, no, that was right on the top of his head. <laughs> right on top of right on top of his head. The crowd in the front row, there was these kids in the front row, were jumping up for joy that, they hated slots, the that the slots won. Yeah. And also they show my bro butt guys again that are like drinking the beer. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> drinking the beers. So yeah. I didn't watch this live. You did. I did. What were your thoughts? You loved the Warrior. I was in shock. Were you like- I couldn't believe what happened. I, I thought for sure that, I mean, Monsoon was talking about how officials saw this there's there, there's got to be a change that can't go down like that and i'm thinking yeah it can't go down like that i'm like mm-hmm. this fat guy bulb <laughs> he holds the purple strap up just looks weird yeah yeah well there was a part in this where he uh gets the camel clutch on warrior and warrior's legs are sticking out of the bottom rope yeah. and hebner's like oh you know you won and then he's like oh no no his legs are sticking out yeah so slaughter's got his back to hebner raising his arms in the air like yeah i won and mm-hmm. hebner does this like Two foot jump in the air, like bring Slaughter's arms down to like, let him know. No, you didn't win. After that's a fun match, and then Warrior instead of like protesting, just runs after Warrior or Macho King and Sherry to the back. Yeah. He doesn't even care. He lost the title. Yeah, and then you got uh, Macho King and Slaughter at but WrestleMania. After all this, Macho doesn't even get his title shot. 
That's what I was looking at. I'm like, wait, did he ever get a shot? So no. I'm looking at all the house shows and everything up until WrestleMania, Slaughter Warrior, Slaughter Warrior, Slaughter Duggan, Slaughter Duggan, mm-hmm. Warrior Duggan. Then a little more Hogan towards WrestleMania. I'm like, poor Macho King, never got a shot. Who was Macho King wrestling on these shows? Do you remember? I didn't look. Okay. But yeah, that's that's a bummer for him. He does all this work. Sherry was willing to give herself up, yeah. body and mind, to the warrior. <laughs> and soul. And nothing. You know, and then we've got the cooldown match, which was not in the Coliseum video. You want to talk about this? Because I didn't see it. <coughs> He's got oh, the, Mount, the Mountie and Jimmy with Jimmy Hart versus Coco Beware. Nine minutes. No, I'm, I'm going through my notes. Sure, okay. Sure this is making it for great podcast. All right. So an hour, 13 minutes, and 47 seconds on the network, there's a blonde woman. It's real quick, about two, three seconds. They're kind of panning from right to left. A blonde woman with an aquamarine blue top is busted open like Boss Man from the earlier match. So you can see her bra. Like she's got this like button all the way at like her belt, but she's open from the belt up. It's pretty interesting. Things you find as what you're is just kind of uh, watching. The what is the mark again? It's people? an hour, 13, mm-hmm. and 47 seconds. Last week you found some boob shot or some grabbing some, some boobs. Some guy grabbing a girl's boob. She's like, whoa, you did that on national TV <laughs> <laughs> or well, it's worldwide pay-per-view. TV. It's pay-per-view. Yeah. So what notes do you have about the Mountie versus Coco? This was Mountie's first match, and I don't even think they addressed the fact that he was a Rougeau. <laughs> just called him the Mountie with the cattle prod. Uh-huh. Um, I just got he's a fun little match. Uh, good squash. I think Coco put up a good fight. It wasn't a total squash. But, again, Piper's commentary was great. Like, he's out there, and uh, Coco Beware has his bird called Frankie. Yeah. So Jimmy Mouth of the South is out there, and... and um, Piper's like begging for him. He's like, bite him, bite him, Frankie, bite him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bite him, Frankie. <laughs> Let you mean Jimmy Hart bite the bird. No, no, Frankie bite Jimmy Hart. Because Jimmy Hart was standing right by the bird, like talking trash to the bird. Talking trash to the <laughs> Oh, man, I missed this. I want to see Jimmy talking trash to a parrot. <laughs> it's on the network. Okay, so Mountie wins. So I, you start at the, the hour and 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Check a little uh, lady Ooh. boss man action with the bust open okay. blue shirt. Okay, I'll check that out. Yep. All right, next up, we've got an interview with uh, Ted DiBiase, uh, Shamuni, and Virgil. Mm-hmm. This is Ted and Virgil versus Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Goldust, a.k.a. Dustin, a.k.a. Yeah. Seven from WCW, a.k.a. The Natural, and Dusty Rhodes. And this was all about getting the angle over with Ted DiBiase and Virgil, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad because Dusty's on his way out. But in retrospect, because of where they go with the story, it would have made way more sense for Dustin and Dusty to win, like Virgil yeah. to cost him the match. Right. But it doesn't happen. You know, Virgil and DiBiase win despite Virgil's mm-hmm. incompetence. Yeah. And before the match during this interview, DiBiase's like, people wonder why he rubs my toes and does all this. It's because of the money. Because yeah. of the money. It's like I paid him. That's why he does it. And I just bought myself a tag team partner. You know he'll that- do whatever I do for money. Hey, if Virgil accepted the job, I'm sure Ted yeah. told him the terms. You know, this, if, this if, someone, if someone for, offered me $10,000 to clean shit off their shoe, I would. This has been going on for a long time. It's, it's since DiBiase's his bodyguard's since been there. 88, 88, 88, 88 I think. Yeah. He's, he's had a bodyguard for a while, <clears throat> 88, 89. So yeah, he, he's, he knows the job. Come on, Virgil. Don't act, I mean, maybe he's getting a little... Maybe, oh, this is what happened. Roddy hangs out with Virgil and starts talking talking Virg, some sense into Virgil. Okay. It's like, hey, Virg. Well, <laughs> I don't know all about yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> he said he had some dinner and he had a talk and you know he's going to see an, ad, an attitude change in Virgil. Yeah. 
And then, again, this is all about the angle. Again, DiBiase and Virgil win, but post-match, we've got the first Virgil standing up for himself. Yeah. And I, I recorded it, what and I didn't realize how long it was. It was probably the, the best, most intense part that made this angle for me mm-hmm. just totally over the moon. I loved it. I was looking forward to, it, to Virgil versus DiBiase. But it's three minutes. I don't know if I want to listen to it or if you want to listen to it. The whole – what do you mean you recorded it? At the end, I recorded it on my phone. What did you record? The audio. After the match. Okay. If you want to play it, go ahead. If you, okay. If you I don't know if you thought three minutes. I should have three minutes is this. Three minutes is too long. Why don't you just play like the end when it actually happens? We're not going to play the whole three-minute thing <laughs> on here, especially through your phone. Are you kidding me? This is going to be the best part of the day. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a big pop, and this is a pretty big notice, and this is a pretty big moment. The only thing I didn't like with this whole thing is because, obviously, they had their match WrestleMania 7. The ending is kind of goofy, but they do drag out that feud until SummerSlam 91, where Virgil wins the million-dollar title from Ted DiBiase, which is a great match if you're looking for something random to check out. Ted DiBiase versus Virgil from SummerSlam 91, definitely something random to check out. You're struggling over there? Yeah, I can't find where it's at. That's fine. People go on the okay. network. You can watch it. Yeah. You watch this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have figured this out before I got here. <laughs> you know, that's what we do here. We're, we're prepared. We've gotten... Yeah. Well, I recorded it, then I listened to it. I'm like, okay, then I closed the app and don't know how to open it now. <laughs> the file itself. And then we've got a little bit of a lull before the Rumble. They're mm-hmm. still hyping WrestleMania 7 at the Memorial Coliseums. They have not made the venue switch yet. Ticket sales can't be going well, but they're still pumping. Be part of the 100,000 record crowd to go see this. Apparently, yeah. Slots versus Hogan wasn't the the draw people thought it would be. And then we've got some of my favorite parts of these old rumbles. The Talking Heads. we got yep. Tugboat. you got Smash, who's looking in the mirror. Dino Bravo, <laughs> who's in the shower. Crush is getting dressed. Mr. Perfect's doing push-ups. And then Hulk Hogan's with Gene Okerlund. And they're talking about how just how disgraceful it was that Slaughter won. All of a sudden, whoa, 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 hold on here. Hold on. I got, I'm got. i coming in. Breaking news. This is unconfirmed now. Yeah. I heard that <clears throat> Sergeant Slaughter has defaced the American flag. And Hogan's like, oh, I just hope that's not true, brother. Like, <laughs> like, come on. So Hogan. he's going to win this for America. He is. Uh, this rumble starts off with number one, Bret Hart. I'm like, okay, great, Bret Hart. I love it. And then Dino Bravo. I'm like, oh, I hate that Dino Bravo. Yeah, but I thought they, they worked well together. You know, for the two or three minutes. <laughs> there, let's let's go through the participants in this rumble here because this is kind of a a pretty great mix. By the way, there's only 29 guys in here because Macho King doesn't show up. Hey, come on, Bret Hart, Dino We're Bravo. Supposed to be wondering who number 18 was. Bret Hart, Dino Bravo, Greg Nammer, Valentine, Paul Roma, Texas Tornado, Rick Martel, Sama Simba, or Saba Simba, aka yeah. Tony Atlas, Bushwhacker Butch, Jake Roberts, Hercules, Tito Santana, Hercules. The Mighty Hercules, Undertaker, Jimmy Snuka, The British Bulldog, Smash, Hawk, Shane Douglas, The Franchise, Randy Savage Doesn't Show Up, Animal, Crush, Jim Duggan, Earthquake, Mr. Perfect, Hulk Hogan, Haku, Jim Neidhart, Bushwasher, Bushwhacker, Luke, Brian <laughs> Bushwasher, Na- Bushwasher <laughs> Brian Nobbs, The Warlord, and Tugboat, Bushwhacker, Luke, my favorite Rumble elimination of all uh-huh. time, up until Santino got eliminated. Right, was, in, I was, right out. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> but but Bushwhacker, Luke comes in doing the Bushwhacker march. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got, who who guides, uh, Earthquake guides him along the one side room to the other and throws him off, and he just kept marching <laughs> just all the goes, way back. He doesn't stop. It was so funny. Was my fa- <laughs> I watched it like three times. I was cracking yeah. up so hard. One of my favorite eliminations in Rumble history. Mine too. 
Bushwhacker Luke. So before all, just before all this happened, like they're doing the bit that you talked about, this talking heads before the match. Yeah. I don't remember Earthquake wearing that updated Earthquake outfit. I always thought it was blue up until like mm-hmm. closer to the, uh, well, I guess this would be closer to the natural disasters. Yeah. But I don't remember that new one being then, but whatever. I know what you're talking about, just the standard blue, but he's got the... He updated yeah. the singlet. I love a few things Earthquake does. I love where he like flexes. This is yeah. we're we're completely out of order here. And when we look at Rumbles, I don't like to break down eliminations and all that stuff. Sure. I just want you to go back and watch them. But Earthquake's so out of shape, but he's doing like a muscle flex, the double yeah. bicep pose, which is hilarious. Right. Uh, the other thing this Rumble has is the Iron Man Rick Martel. He's in yeah. for a long ass time. He's super sweaty near the end too. He's almost dying. Yeah, I don't remember him being that ripped and oh, that cut. Like we, I do, but then like I just seen like the striations in his chest like we, during the the yeah when the we talking go, part. We've gone back and looked at some of these shows. That always sticks out to me how ripped Rick Martel yeah. is. I'm like, and he got to have the the Tito and the Martel. Yeah, of course, loved it. This has got a few moments like that where Jake goes after Martel. Yeah. He runs after him, which is smart by him because they're mm-hmm. feuding, and he made him blind by spring arrogance in his eyes in the Brother Love Show. Yeah. The thing I didn't like was Rick Martel's kind of like unceremonious exit. Like he puts in this effort. Yeah. Bulldog just pushes him off the rope, which first off, Martel, what are you doing up there? But <laughs> I didn't like how the crowd cheered. He should have gave him a little round of applause. Like, good job, Rick Martel. But yeah. no, they cheered. It was, a, it was a different time. He was a heel. The final Nobody four. Nobody understood the, uh, the ins and outs. The, the final four in this rumble is an interesting final four. You've got the British Bulldog, mm-hmm. Earthquake, Hulk Hogan, and Brian Nobbs. Which one of those doesn't fit with the rest? Um, knobs? Yeah, I'd say so. It's kind of a weird final four. He even makes it the final three because yeah. he, he he eliminates the bulldog. They also keep talking about throughout the show, where's the macho But king? they're both heart guys, so that kind of made sense, where they could like double team or team, yeah. team up together. Yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, why wouldn't didn't Mr. Perfect stay in there? Yeah. He was he, a heel. He had the year before. He did. He was number 30 the year before. <laughs> he was in the final four. He was, and he was also in the final four in 2002 when he did his comeback. Oh, okay. That was fun. Fun little fact for you. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, 2002 Rumble. It's a very good one. One where mm-hmm. the game wins, Triple H. Good Rumble for sure. That, this Rumble overall wasn't my favorite. Like, this, the Rumble match itself wasn't my favorite. I was kind of like bored at a few points because it seemed like this time they wanted a bunch of guys in the ring. Yeah. And when that happens, you get a lot of standing around, not a lot of action, not a lot of mm-hmm. like concentrated spots. But it was still enjoyable. I kind of like the pullback view to see everybody in the ring, but at the same time, you could see people just kind of looking around and doing fake. Yeah. Also, not fake, but lighter mm-hmm. lighter punches and lighter kicks. And It was it was entertaining in the sense that I love all these like old wrestlers, and it's like, oh, remember this guy, remember this guy, yeah. and this guy's hilarious. Right. And I think we played a game once when we were drinking a long time ago, like if the guy's dead, you got to take a shot. And uh-huh. <laughs> What about now? Hogan's the only one you couldn't do it to. Right. Tugboat. Bushwhackers, a lot of people are still around. It's just Bret Hart and all that, but I don't want to be too morbid on here, but just doing a quick <laughs> a quick glance, we've got... You just said you don't want to be morbid. <laughs> a quick glance, perfect earthquake, uh, crush, all dead, Randy Savage dead, Nightheart dead. Uh, yeah, so quick quick glance here, Hawk dead, Bulldog dead. Was that the dog? Yeah. Okay, sure it was. <laughs> Undertaker dead. Dino Bravo dead, but... Undertaker is dead. Hogan gets the win here after limiting Earthquake. Which makes sense. God. Is that that stinky? I don't know. She just threw me off track. <laughs> I was thinking of saying something when you were done, and then I got distracted. By the dog farting? <laughs> yeah. You know, she's causing a lot of trouble this episode. She almost shocked us, and a little bit and she's farting. It happens. Oh, man. She's Terrible. An, she's an old lady. But anyway, Hogan wins, eliminating <laughs> the earthquake. Crowd goes crazy. Everyone's pumped. The Hogan wins. 
what was interesting after this match, he's grabbing a bunch of signs from the crowd. Yeah. I like the one where the guy cut out a Hogan magazine. <laughs> yeah. And there was one where Hogan had a sign. He was pointing it to the wrong camera, so he didn't know what it said. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, Slaughter and Saddam are going down. And Piper's like, oh, yeah. Monsoon's like, I didn't see it. What did it say? I didn't see it. And he reads yeah. it to him. Hogan wins. Hogan poses at the end. Everybody's happy. Again, not a big fan of the Rumble match itself, but the show overall, very, very good. I'm going to give it a B. Solid a B? B. Just okay. a B. I don't have the nostalgia as you do. This was my elusive show. Yeah. I, you know, I would give it an A. You know, because you're picturing yeah. yourself not back. Not an A plus, an A. Not an A minus. Okay, because you're just, you're sitting there across like, then again, I did not see the Coco Beware Mounty match, which might yeah. have bumped it up a letter grade. But I'll give it a solid B as far as a rating goes. This was a show where the thing that surprised me the most was how much I liked Warrior versus Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew about Rockers Orient Express as a famous match. I've seen that match before in different compilations on Michael's DVD set and all that. Yeah. But this Warrior Slaughter match, very, very good. Go, go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. I really like, I love the tag match. Boss Man Barbarian. I, I, you love the Boss Man. I do. You're Boss Man, I really Mark. do. You love him. He's dead. I, I just love the match. And Heenan and just uh, Piper and Gorilla's commentary, just everything about that match I liked and the, and the whole mm-hmm. working his way through the Heenan family. Yeah, that was like a just fun story. made that special to me. And yeah, I liked everything about how it. How much of this, so you haven't seen the show in a while, how, how much of this show do you think affected your rating because of you pictured yourself back watching it as a kid? A lot? A little? A lot. Okay, and that's at least you're at least you're willing to admit it. Yeah. And if anything, we are fans of nostalgia. Because I remember going into it like, oh my god, I love this one. <laughs> like if I went into it not knowing anything, like sometimes you'll mention stuff. I'm like, so oh, I, that sounds like it's going to be garbage. Yeah. And then I watch. I'm like, oh, that was better than I, I thought. Don't recommend. So this one, when I sent you, I know you, you don't. But when I send this to you, you're like, oh, you're licking your chops, yeah, was, like rubbing your hands together. I mean, I was waiting when we mentioned 91 after uh, episode 90. Yeah. Like I can't wait. Well, I put a poll <laughs> out, and this one won. Luckily. Awesome. I mean, why would you put a poll out? You know, I think because now we got to do ninety-two. <laughs> I think we've done ninety-two. I have to look back. All right, I know. So this we'll find something from ninety-two. We're gonna have to review SummerSlam ninety-one because we've already looked at WrestleMania seven. We've now looked at this. We looked at Survivor Series ninety-one. What about ninety-two? No, I'm talking about completing the four-year, four pay-per-view year of ninety-one. Oh, if we look at some okay. or SummerSlam ninety-one. Oh, you're talking about this year? Yeah, this nineteen ninety-one. This heyday of our like. All right, kicking it. The, the rocket fuel, as the warrior would say, <laughs> in the gear for us as fans. Yeah, love it. Yeah, fun show. Anything else you want to chat about? We got a few minutes here to, to wrap up. You got anything going on wrestling-wise? You like an AEW? Oh, I told like you uh, my, I got SmackDown tickets. Okay. So I was talking to my girlfriend at the time. She was asking me, are there any wrestling shows coming up? Because when we first started dating, we were talking about different things that she was interested in, what I was interested in. So she's into line dancing. I'm not really, but I'll go with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my big thing is is wrestling and maybe football and baseball. And so I've told her the few times we've gone to wrestling shows, and she's like, "Oh, I want to go to one." So then she's like, "Are there anything anything coming up?" So I told her in March, there's uh, SmackDowns coming to the Allstate Arena, and yeah. I just kind of left that before Christmas. Um, Maybe kind of hoping I'd get it for Christmas, but mm-hmm. and so no big deal. I mean, I would have bought tickets for it anyway. Yeah. And I think a week or two later, they're talking about vacations, like because they do like the who's vacation. they? We talk. Oh, her, her mom. <laughs> okay. Her kids talk about doing these. What do you call it when you go to a town? What do you call it? Like a village hall? 
where they have like these organized um, vacations on a bus, tours and stuff like that. Cool. So anyways, her mom likes to do that. And so she was asking me, how about that wrestling show? I'm like, uh, the SmackDown? She's like, yeah. She's like, how much is that? What are the best seats? I'm like, um, like 500 is like VIP. I'm mm-hmm. like, but I don't want you to spend $500 on a ticket. Yeah. So then there were some other ones. That, I mean, they're pretty good seats. And I couldn't believe she's like, oh, okay, here's my credit card. And or I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to pay for it. And, you know, I was going to just get like the $50 seat. Yeah. Um, but they were like 150 or something like that. Like they're a lot closer and they're better. Nice. And they're kind of. On the, the floor? On the floor to like <clears throat> facing, you know, the, like the hard cam side. Yeah. So I'm not looking at everybody's ass the whole show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. I like them. Awesome. That'll be fun for you. You'll get a, give us a report sometime in March. And yeah. it's on Fox Friday <clears throat> night. It is. Downtown Rosemont. Get excited. Maybe oh, get, a, excited. get a hotel maybe. Oh, yeah. There we go. Hey. Stop at uh, Pizza Place. Giordano's. Pe- sure. There's one down the street here, but, you know, drive all the way to Rosemont for that. Well, no, I'm just saying make a night out of it. Cool. Well, that'll be fun for you to go to. I'm going to the AEW Revolution show in February. I was able to snag tickets for that. All right. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, yeah, lots of fun stuff coming up. I'm starting to really, really early plan my WrestleMania stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'll be there that weekend. So say what's up to me and say what's up to everyone else out there. It's a really, really good time. All right, Eric. We'll wrap up again before four shocks us again. All right. Before she sets off another electrical surge through our <laughs> our computer here. So anything else? That's it. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks for all the Twitters and suggestions for the show this week and the feedback and all that. Thanks for listening. Thank you.